Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, it used to be our favorite day of the year, the day after the SAG Awards. Oh, Rocco, Lori and Julia always... would fly in yeah. last minute with the, some audio, if we were lucky. Some, right. Some <laughs> Hollywood stories. Who, except, Rocco, the SAG Awards are always in January, so, yes. you know. So it's a little bit different. We but never still. come back in April from a Los Angeles trip. and no. uh, But, but still, yes, it was. You're right, Rocco. It was fun, and we'd sit on the plane and try to figure out what audio to get and come and give you. And Yes. we I remember even years where B. Arthur met us at the airport to get the audio. It was such a quick thing before right, we could around. email it and stuff. and. Oh, Lord. I put on a dress for it, though. I literally had this last minute thing yesterday, and I thought, I'm just going to go put on, see if it fits. Yeah. It was truly a Monique Lulier from years past. Yes. It it was darling picture of Yeah, I had to um, drive to my friend's house, who lives two blocks away, with Uh the dress only halfway zipped up. Okay. Posted on the Lori and Julia Instagram page, and then I made her, with two hands, get me in the rest of it. Right. You know, you could have done it. Right. It the, It's a snug fit, but it fit. Yeah. It's no, a snug fit. We had to do that with, anyway. because it's a sequin dress and the, uh, in order for it to look like it's melted on your body. It's a tight it, fit. It is supposed to be a form-fitting fit. Jessica Rabbit type of situation. Yeah. I thought it was a great picture and I was very... Uh, glad that you uh, posted got something for the first time in two weeks. That's right. <laughs> By the way, we have an Instagram about the person who mans it just doesn't like to do it as much as she used right. to. But yeah, but here's here's what someone I want you to. Oh, we don't have to do that. We can. All right. So here's what someone um, sent me in a in a comment mm-hmm. after. Oh, you're reading the comment. Okay, so here's a comment. Okay, danger, Will Robinson. Uh huh. And it says the SAG Awards question mark. Because I said, you know, feeling good, put on this old dress to watch the SAG Awards tonight. Yeah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he said, the SAG Awards question mark, I predict, quote, on the loose will win song of the year. That, that, that. See if you can figure that one out. Uh, I, I don't know what any of that means. Hussy. I was just thinking that maybe I look like, you know, because there's never a song of the year for the SAG Awards. Yeah. And maybe just saying I'm on the loose or something uh, or on the prowl. I'm going to say this about you that uh, I'm surprised you read all the comments. No, that one. That one was right up, <laughs> yeah. you know, three down. Yeah, and I'm like, well, well, what does that mean? It uh, means you're on the loose. Go get him, Tiger. Go get him. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Well, that's I it know exactly. that Rocco and I have a common weekend claim to fame. You, Besides getting together with maybe family right, with Easter, like, which we yes. all did. 
Uh, I think it was a sports <laughs> yeah. kind of weekend I, for all three of us. Maybe? I did a lot of sports. Oh my! And watched a lot. How Not- about the "Are you kidding me?" shot that uh, Suggs made in the Gonzaga game against UCLA? That was a great game. That I actually fun. watched that. Yeah, I did too. And taped it. Mm-hmm. Which is scary. Yeah, we were sitting around the patio watching Easter shows, and my son was like, "Hey, Dad, the game's tied with like thirty seconds to go." Let's oh, turn, yeah. So we turned it on. That was super fun. And then we had to, I had to pull out my Woodbury class of nineteen ninety yearbook just to prove that Jalen Suggs' dad went to my high school. He did. Yeah, he, was, he was like four years behind me. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Funny. Yeah, he, I was going. We were going back and forth between the hockey game. And the basketball. And I just said, let's just watch the last five minutes of the basketball game. Because I knew that the you know kid uh, from Minnesota yes. was on. I said, we'll just go back and forth. Because the Maple Grove, Eden Prairie, uh, you know, double-A title game was really good. It was. Okay. Uh, it was so exciting. But anyway, then like the basketball. And Casey, first he looked at me. He goes, are you kidding me? You want to watch the last five minutes of the basketball? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then when that basket happened, I looked at him and I said, are you kidding me? Right. Who makes that kind of it a shot? It was amazing. And then I, the twins. I was doing the twins and the basketball. Okay. I mean, it was a sports weekend. And then the women's basketball yes. final was a buzzer beat, you know. And the, it, the girls' hockey, uh, hockey Dinah won. Hermantown Proctor won the smaller school. And then Edina girls won the bigger one. So it was a big event. And the twins won two out of three against Milwaukee. It was fun. Sports are back. Sports are back. And um, Rocco, I took your and Stephanie's suggestion, Mm -hmm. and Casey and I went and ate at the Bungalow Club. Oh, yeah, you like? And it was fantastic. It was so good. And Casey, he got his second shot from VA, but he's not fully vaccinated because that just happened like on Thursday, and I'm not either. So he's like, we're not eating inside until. But the Bungalow Club has this really quite a huge patio with the pergola and little lights. It's on Lake Street, right? It's on Lake Street. Okay. It's, uh, you know, like right, like a mile down from the Marshall Street Bridge. But they have a prefix uh, situation, so it's $38 for the three courses. Tip is included. Wow. And it was delicious. And it was such a beautiful night or an and afternoon. We went at like 4.30, you know, yeah. because we wanted it to be warm and it's first come, first serve on the patio. And so we just like... Just skipped lunch. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, it was really, really delicious. We played tennis outside um, our team for the first time. Oh, dealing nice. with Serving in the sun. Yeah. A little wind. A little couple different conditions, but it was super fun. Yeah. Just to be back outside. It was such a beautiful weekend. I know. You do anything else, Rocco? Uh, like I said, I had people over to watch Easter uh, television episodes. We <laughs> I watched, love you um, and your Easter. Your we watched Easter. Happy Days and Alice oh, gosh. and MASH. Do they hold uh, up? It was, it was fun. We had a lot of laughs. He went and found the specific Easter <laughs> I know. He episodes. does this at Halloween. Yeah. He yeah. does this That's at right. Valentine's Day. Yeah. He does it for the July. <laughs> right. This is the theme. Did Bruno get an Easter egg hunt? Uh, he did, actually. That was pretty fun. You know, even though he's nine, he was kind of excited for it. Oh. My, I think my wife put some quarters inside. So oh, he, yeah. it was him versus a neighbor kid. And they, you know, they each found a bunch. And yeah, it was fun. We had my mom over for a little. Uh, we didn't make like a ha- Easter ham, but we did make an Italian uh, pasta with ham and peas in it. Oh. And uh, she enjoyed that. So Strong exactly. yeah. mm-hmm. we did um, um, Easter egg hunt and um, I had bought like 50 candy filled easter eggs uh-huh. and then i got um these 
uh, confetti eggs from Walgreens that are like made out of real eggs, but there's they're filled with not glitter, but like biodegradable little confetti paper that the kids can smash. But Casey hid the eggs, the 50 Mm -hmm. eggs so well that they only found 40. Okay. So you will be finding the eggs. Has he found the other 10? No, no, I was, I, I didn't do an egg hunt for my boys who are 24 and 25 this year, but I've loved doing them. And that the one that wouldn't find as many, I'd look at them and then I'd catch eye contact with them. And then I'd look over to the area where it was and oh, thanks, mom. You yeah, know, and yeah, then yeah. I look over to this area if one was way behind. I mean, yeah, I, yeah those <laughs> kids got sick of hunting for eggs. Well, that's a lot of eggs. Yeah, well, you know, but fun. Yeah, it was. It really was. It was fun, and it was fun because all around the neighborhood, people were having family over, and you could see like grandkids hugging grandparents that they hadn't hugged probably since Christmas of twenty nineteen or exactly. whatever. Because we missed Easter and Passover yep. last year with everything. So, yeah, I, I think that was a, a really great relief. I know my mom was able to go to a family yeah. gathering with, you know, um, I don't my know. My mom, I mean, she came over, my yeah. brother came over. It was it was wonderful. Yeah. It was wonderful. Well, it, it really was. And now we're back. Now we're and back. And Rocco, you didn't start up the show. Well, it's Monday and we only have five days <laughs> until we're done and it's Friday. Oh, look. We only have four days. Right. Yeah, <laughs> we only have no, three we had days. We a good weekend, and it's like 80 degrees out there it's right now. It's beautiful today. I know it. All right, listen, we come back. It's our story we can't get enough of, and of course, it does involve the Screen Actors Guild Awards. Well, no one was feeling complicated about the hostless, pre-taped, history-making Screen Actor Guild Awards that happened last night. It was on TNT and TBS, and it was the first time where everybody said, wow, what an enjoyable and short award show. We all enjoyed it. It was an hour. It was exactly an hour. hour. And everybody that won found out on Thursday Mm -hmm. that they won. And the person who, they must have, it must have really been difficult, but Daniel Kaluuya won for Jesus and the Black Messiah, which I have not seen yet. Neither have I. Um, But he hosted SNL. On Saturday on night. On Saturday yeah. night, and he had to keep that quiet. But anyway, here's uh, we've got uh, Chanel Jones for uh, the Today Show, just giving us a recap on it before we talk about a few of the things. It was a historic night at the 27th Annual Screen Actors Guild Awards, marking the first time in SAG history that all four major film acting categories went to actors of color. The actor goes to... Chadwick Boseman, Viola Davis, and the late Chadwick Boseman, stars of Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, taking home the top prizes for leading male and female actor categories. Bozeman's widow, Simone Ledward Bozeman, accepting the award on behalf of her late husband, who died last August after a four-year battle with colon cancer. If you see the world unbalanced, be a crusader that pushes heavily on the seesaw of the mind. That's a quote by Chadwick Boseman. The actor goes to Yejung Yoon, Minari. For supporting actor, the statues went to Yejung Yoon for Minari, becoming the first Asian winner of an individual SAG acting award for a movie. So very, it, it, it was, was very cool. And you know, exciting. Chadwick Boseman's wife's dress. Oh, beautiful. Oh, my gosh. She looked gorgeous. It was a fun, it was a really fun show. Yeah, the way they did yes. it. All the fashion is posted if you wanted. Um, again, she does it every year. 
but Helen Mirren, she uh, had like a red dress on. She looked amazing. And she told an amazing bear story because they kind of did a little Nevada. Ne- oh, Nevada. Okay. Yeah, the upper, the upper yeah. Nevadas. And, um, the upper Nevadas. <laughs> the mountain range. But yeah, she told a fairy, she chased away a bear and they just kind of had these little... Actors kind of would introduce the category and the people, and then they'd have a scream of Zoom people in the category Mm -hmm. or related to the category somehow. It was very, it was entertaining. It was. Because you got a little bit more behind the scenes with the actors. Yeah. You know, they went in depth. I couldn't figure out Jimmy Fallon. I couldn't figure out why he was one of the people leading a cause, but yeah. I guess he has a SAG card. He's been in movies as himself. I don't know. He does have a SAG card, though. He was on yeah. SNL and all that yeah, kind of yeah. stuff. So and- anyway, but the fashion was really good. Uh, I thought that Viola Davis, she was wearing Louis Vuitton. I don't have a color photo for that. Lori. I know. Do I know. Like you got to go closer. Yeah. Lori and I are trying to do So we're not in radio. We're in uh. TV now. And um, <laughs> so we're trying to show pictures. We're but trying to do this. And she, it's not color. She was wearing Louis Vuitton. She looked beautiful. And she seemed absolutely flabbergasted that she won. I because, know. Because uh, she's not been winning. It's been... Um, I don't know who's been winning. Has that been maybe Nomadland? Uh, Frances McDormand has been. McDormand. McDormand, her mm-hmm. too. She's been winning. But yeah, she looked just. And then uh, Kaylee Cuoco had a Prabhu Garung pink dress really pretty. that was beautiful. Oh, See, we can't, we can't do this. No. We don't know where the camera is. I know. All right, forget it. Anyway, so Viola, Jason Sudeikis, he made uh, a statement. Ted Lasso won. He did. Uh, and he wore My Body, My Choice. Uh, an $1,100 Gucci sweater, probably from Harry Styles. Oh. Because he is a face of Gucci. Right. And she's just like, you know, Harry, can you have something from your goodie bag? Harry, can I just, yeah. And so he, he won, a, he won um, you know, for his performance and anyway. In Ted Lasso. In a TV show for comedy. And he wore a sweater, My Body, My Choice. And mm-hmm. he must be filming Ted Lasso. Right Look now. at us. We're hysterical, Lori. I know it. We're, <laughs> Vanna White forgot to stop by and give us some lessons before this, It's Larry the said. opposite. It is the opposite. Okay, so he won for mm-hmm. that. And I think that's sweet that, um, um, you know, Harry gave him that. And they're obviously filming Ted right now because he has his Ted right. mustache. That's happening. And um, should we listen? I don't know. I think we have time. If we can listen to um, Young John. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Yoon, Yoon, who won, she plays the granny in Minari. The movie none of us have seen. No, and it's only because... It's still, still $20. That's rent. right. It's and still $20 and it's above our No, pay cut. you know what? I don't mind paying 5.99 to watch it Neither at do home. I, but 20 bucks at home so, seems high. So I watched Promising Young Woman and now I get why that's been nominated for everything. I will. After. But I mean, I get why that's been nominated and I can't wait to see Minari and I think it'll be, we'll all watch it probably at least you and I Julia, maybe you Rocco before the Oscars because that yes. doesn't come out to the end of April, but she was uh, really excited. She has a 50-year career in South Korea, and she's considered kind of like a Judy Dench right. in that way. Right. So here she is winning. And, and the actor goes to Yin Young Yoon, Minari. <laughs> I don't know how to describe my feelings. I'm being recognized by Westerners. Oh, it is very, very honored, and then especially by my actor fellow, choose me as a supporting actress. I don't know, am I saying right? My English is not good. Yes, perfect. I'm very pleased and happy, and then thank you. Thanks for the save after. I'm sorry. (laughs) Everything is not familiar. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you, Olivia and Glenn Close, Maria and everybody. Thank yeah. you. Those were her was, fellow yes. nominees. And this she is so cute. This is the first time um, she's an Oscar nominee and she's a SAG Award winner. But it is the first time that, um, you know, an Asian woman has won an acting award in the movie category. Parasite one Parasite you know, a couple won of years the, ago yes. as ensemble. Yes. But this is an individual. The four main acting awards wow. all went to um, you know, people who weren't white, which is that's never happened at right. the Screen Actor Guild Awards. And she I mean, Glenn Close and um what's her name uh, from the Crown who played Queen Elizabeth Olivia, Olivia Cole, Coleman. They were they just were they were leaning into the screen, yes. beaming at her and um you know, the SAG Awards, they made all that work because she was in South Korea, yeah. Ted was in England, and all of that. So I, I thought it was uh, really, um, I, I, you know, again, how the actors vote is meaningful. Yes, it is. You know, and um, the fashion was really kind of fun. People were really getting into their backyard modes or wherever they right. were hotels seemed yeah. like a lot of them were at their own home yeah it did seem like yeah. that laurie and uh anya taylor joy she went for the queen's gambit and of course the crown one and we would have had a really cynthia revo's dress i thought was amazing, amazing. she's so beautiful we would have had an amazing we really we would have i was dying laurie yeah. thinking about all the people we would have met backstage and stuff it was really it was a fun one hour show yeah it's doable and i loved all the winners uh-huh. and so we have to see minari and we have to see um the uh, black messiah absolutely that's that one's uh based on a true story and daniel kaluuya is winning for everything maybe mm-hmm. he and chadwick will both win oscars maybe maybe viola and maybe young All right, listen, we'll be back. Okay, let's talk about Promising Young Woman. 
Okay, so I don't know if you guys watched uh, SNL at all this weekend. I didn't. Did you catch it? Rocco, did you catch I it? I watched the opening. It uh, was a great opening. Was yes. it? Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya he, first we know of all, him you know, from Get Out. Yes. Okay. Yes. I'm like, and where do and we know Wakanda, him? I mean, um, Black Panther. Okay, yes. Okay. Yes, and okay. Um, But anyway, he was hilariously representing the Brits. But I also appreciated that, you know, he was like, uh, hello, yes, we have racism and... England and the difference between uh, Britain, British and American racism is that our racism will make the white people leave the country. Ah. The British. I mean, he was really quite, I thought, quite quite good at making a joke about something that's usually hard how absolutely how he did it and um i'm just figuring out just now that he's i didn't know that the guy from get out was british yeah where have i been well, well you never know this about british actors because <laughs> they can drop and they, they can, can drop play it. an, an accent and uh anyway and i like that he did that because uh, we didn't even bother covering it but boris Johnson's government found, you know, they did a quick thing for the Queen and Charles and they found there was no institutionalized racism in the UK, which please, you know, hilarious. But anyway, back to Daniel, he has won for Judas and the Black Messiah. He won the Golden Globe, the Critics' Choice, and now the Screen Actor Guild. He's nominated for a BAFTA and the Oscars. He's nominated alongside his castmate, Lakeith Stanfield, which um, for an Oscar for an Oscar. And last night with his Screen Actors Guild Award, he dedicated his win to the guy he plays in Judas and the Black Messiah, Chairman Fred Hampton, and then to Chadwick Boseman. He dedicated it. But this is a true story. Right. That about this FBI agent who infiltrates the Black Panthers. Yes, and the informer who betrayed him. Right, and yes. this all, you know, so it's like wanna, the late 60s. It's yeah. supposed to be very good, and he's just winning absolutely everything. But if he did win supporting actor and Chadwick wins best actor, which I don't know how he doesn't, Dude, it would it be... Clean sweep? It would be a Black Panther reunion. Oh, Julia, It would be T'Challa and Wakabi, BFFs mm-hmm. for life, winning the Oscars. And this is, in, like you said, Lori, it's still $20 to watch right now, but it on Rotten Tomatoes has a 98% yeah. approval rate. It's, it's going to be great. And yeah. I know, uh, I don't know why that is, but I mean... I want to see this. I want to see that, but I, I don't know why. The name I don't is want- so intriguing. Yeah, I but I don't want to pay twenty dollars at home. It's so I dumb. Either. I don't mind playing it going to a theater like Rocco. I would have loved to seen Godzilla versus Kong right, in, a in a theater. theater. Yeah, that those fight scenes are pretty. That good. was the, such a beautifully shot movie, and I forgot I saw Skull Island. Oh, right. so I already of know about the bad Skull scientists. And, yes, and the good scientists. I remember even when you saw that. I took my nephews. Yeah, I remember. These are the movies that I have lived for with going with the boys. Yeah. They love these action-packed movies mm-hmm. and go up to the top row. And the Duluth Ten has kind of an IMAX-like theater. It would have been incredible, but I enjoyed it, Casey. He just could not all the when it was over, he just said that was dumb. I said, Yeah, but it was fun. <laughs> and he okay? said it didn't matter. Yeah, a lot of it just didn't make sense. Yeah, it's not it, supposed There's some characters yeah. that shouldn't even be there. Yeah, you who cares? So what who cares? It's like Game of Thrones. Don't pay too closely to following all the story. You'll ruin the fun. Oh 
Gosh, I love it. You know, I mean, on this big spec, and Alexander yep. Skarsgård, and Did he you know, at first, on the screen? at first, I was seen him in a while. I said to Casey, "I'm like, you know, do you think there are people really believe in the hollow Earth theory?" I don't even know what you're talking about. It's something <laughs> to do with the movie, but right. anyway, it it was just fun, right? But the movie that we watched that was. Now I know why this has been nominated for everything. And Carrie Mulligan. Carrie Mulligan and um, Emerald Fennell, who is nominated. She plays, I will just say, I say this every time about uh, Emerald uh, Fennell, because people, if you watch The Crown season four, she plays Camilla Parker Bowles, Prince Charles' married girlfriend, you know, and she's like 25. And yeah, I don't recognize looks, the name at all. Lori. She looks so much uh, like the young Camilla. But Emerald is um, also was the showrunner of the first two seasons on Killing Eve and one of the writers. Okay. And she is a triple Oscar nominee um, for Promising Young Woman. She's been nominated for Best Director, well, Best Original okay. Screenplay. And Best Picture as producer and Carrie Mulligan as Best Actress. And I, the only reason, the only reason this hasn't won, she hasn't won more, is because the premise of the movie is basically, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a young woman, Cassandra, whose life is dedicated to avenging uh, her best friend's sexual assault. Okay. So it's. It's a tough subject matter. But it is so brilliantly done because it's a thriller. It's a revenge fantasy. It's a fairy tale. It's a rom-com. I heard it's all so this. clever. I heard all this, and I tried to watch it a long time ago when we had access to it before it even came out, Lori. Mm-hmm. But for it, some reason, I didn't get it. It, has, it is the most original movie, and I've seen The Trial of the Chicago 7. Right. I mean, as far as, like, you and I've saw seen Nomadland. You saw. You know, and I haven't seen, like, Minari. I mean, there's a couple that I haven't seen, but I have never seen any. And Casey was... Um, I mean, I caught on right away. I think women right away, you're watching Promising Young Woman and you know within two minutes, because it opens at a nightclub and Adrian Brody, Seth from the OC is the guy. And you know right away that this woman is, you know, it has, it feels the Thelma and Louise to you. You're just like, this woman was done dirty and she's... Taking kicking butt and taking no prisoners in case like what are you talking about? I go, No, 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 that's that's what this is all about. He was slow to catch on to that. As a guy. As a guy. Right. Whereas like women recognize it right away because I mean, I don't know about you, Julia, but I mean we I I don't I don't know who told me about it, but like way long ago implementing that, you know, just don't leave each other alone oh, kind yeah. of a thing. Yes. Uh, if, if you're you go, drinking. If you're out drinking and you're going to a yeah, club, yeah, yeah, you never. don't leave a girlfriend behind. No. But that it doesn't mean that's the only time you could be vulnerable to Who's being assaulted assault. or something. Yep, but yep. the music is great in it. I mean, it's got... Jennifer Coolidge, Laverne Cox. Yeah, Connie Britton. And oh, it is yeah. It is just, it, to me, It and then if you also, if you like, I mean, look at I May Destroy You. You know, we well, love, that love that show. But it's about a woman surviving the aftermath of sexual assault. Yep. And yet that was just riveting. So in a way, it um, 
I just I just don't know how that just doesn't I don't know how that hasn't won more. I mean, I'm I'm glad she's been nominated, but right. to me, out of all the movies, movies, this is the most the most original. And okay. The most original. Okay. She I can't wait. I'm going to watch this because it's five ninety nine on Prime. Yes. Yes. Um, and it is just really uh, a, a powerful movie, but it's also the way she's. She is such emerald, you know, being a woman. She gives it the girl's eye. It's candy colored. We hear Stars Are Blind by Paris Hilton in a way that made me nostalgic. And remember when that song came out in 2010, we all knew the words to that. Mm-hmm. Rocco, could you find that song first? It's interesting she, about Charlie her. XCX, boys, right. you know, there's okay. a love interest, a rom com thing that's happening. And so it. It tells the story bright and dark. Yeah, it's it, Lori. It's so interesting. She graduated from Oxford. I love the name Emerald, Emerald Fennel. Fennel. Mm-hmm. Fennel. She is when she was seven years old. She told her parents when she grew up she wanted to write stories about murder and live in America. <laughs> but she <laughs> and, and this has a this is dark. And I just want to say that it is about sexual assault. You right know, for, for triggering. You know. It, it, trigger warning sure. you know but um i mean it is a really it just it has this sweetness with the darkness but right. like here's the song okay you know, just to give you a flavor is this the right one boys oh, no stars are oh you're playing boys yeah oh yeah yeah i too. can play uh either one stars are blind because it's got a rom-com sure, here comes footage that. that goes with it and this was yeah, an easy one to know all the words to. So promising young woman, you oh. if you peaked. I mean, because I remember Pookie watched this like two and a half months ago and said, you've got to see this movie. It's amazing. It's it's amazing. The soundtrack is amazing. The, okay. Everything, the way it's told, it's so, every every woman watching this, probably no matter what your age, high school up, you you just... All right. We, I'm, I'm very it, intrigued. Yeah, watch it's it. really, right. really, really, really good. Right, and good. I guess it's just finally getting its UK release. Like, oh, right now? Now, yeah, okay. right now. So um, it, it's just it's it's an incendiary, unforgettable story. So very, very good. Very, very good. I finally very I, good. I'm like, Casey, I need to do some homework movie watching. And right. I wanted to watch this, but it wasn't until his son recommended it. That he he started watching. Lori, is, looked, is this nominated for an Oscar? Yes, the movie and the director and the original screenplay. Okay, because she's nominated. Okay, because she is. Yes, it was not nominated for an Assam. You know, right. just Carrie Mulligan. Just Carrie Mulligan was because yeah, she. Sake. It really is her movie. Otherwise, it's the director's vision. Okay, you know, there's yep, not there's yep, yep, yep. one guy. This guy Bo Burnham. Do you know who that is, Rocco? The he's, name's familiar. He's kind of a start, got to start as a YouTuber comedian, and he's like an actor and a director, and he's done all these things. But he's he's quite good in his role. Yeah, I just can't uh, talk about it enough. All right, well, I'm excited. All right, so there you go. Okay, listen, when we come back, Julia, you missed this news. 
you missed this news on Friday. And um, does it need to be repeated? It needs to be repeated okay, because good. we we've loosened our corsets due to all the Easter candy we yes, ate yesterday. Yes. And when we come back, uh, I will give you the reason, one good speculated reason why Reggae Jean Page, the Duke of Hastings, is not returning to Bridgerton. Yes, when we. I'm Bradley Trainer, and I'm Don McLean. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like this: A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner. L.L.C. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Speak of the Duke of Hastings and Lady Whistledown and Bridgerton, we must have Vitamin String Quartet playing Toxic by Brittany. Okay, so here it's so so reggae. We right. learn. Uh, we I learn. saw this in the news, and I'm like, "What a dummy! I don't get it." And I didn't tune in on Friday. Yeah, when I had the day off. Yes, um, but so I'm dying to know what happened because I really didn't even look into it because I figured you had already done and, all the work. Well, and the way they even announced it was that Lady Whistledown's Twitter account, which Bridgerton, you know, Man, obviously yeah. runs, announced it. That's funny. It is. That's funny. And Earlier was that Kim Kardashian said, oh, no, say it isn't true. But so what's the story? Because this guy, they had magic on the camera. Of course. Of course. And and, and we uh, know his name. And Daphne is returning, Phoebe uh, Dynever. Um, and, yeah, the, the thing just said, well, all eyes turn to Lord Anthony Bainbridge's quest to find it. You know, it was in the... The tone, you know, that whole sure, thing. Sure, sure, sure. But it left us with with nothing. And then Shonda Rhimes Instagrammed a photo of reggae and said, remember, the Duke is never gone. He's just waiting to be binged watched all over again. So I did some digging, Julia, and luckily for me, the LA Times did too. Okay. But some outlets were trying to run with, well, Reggae, reggae only signed a one-year contract. They all signed one-year contracts because when they committed to doing Bridgerton... No one knew what was going to happen. You don't ever right. know if you're going to get another season. So that's... I mean, it's like you and I started on the radio. I think we had one-year contracts for quite a few times. Quite a few years. Right, yes. Rocco? Because they don't want to be, you know... Committed to anybody. On the hook for anything, whatever. So anyway, so they all were in that thing. But he definitely catapulted like right and it is it is the most watched uh show that netflix has had okay so so why is he not signing up for year two this is what i don't understand is it the timing did he commit to other things because they were magic yes and i know that year two is about a whole different one of the other brothers you know the whole you know julia quinn book series is every book is about, about a one, different character in yes. the family so his part would be minimized greatly but why couldn't he show up for a couple damn shots well julie we know his name now uh, we yes, did not every, know this name reggae and we were so excited to learn how to pronounce his we name we did not know his name because we called him you know we didn't know yeah. anything about him and we just now we can't get enough of him and so you know, we were weeping in our lightly corseted, you know, 
But what did they say? Why didn't he sign up? So there are two reasons. And I think you know the first reason is that he explodes overnight. He gets offered SNL right away. Not not Lady Daphne, not Phoebe. Um, She just gets to date Pete Davidson. He gets asked to... uh, SNL and um and then he tweeted you know it was a pleasure and an honor the love is real and we'll just keep growing but um the reason why i guess two well two reasons in the Bridgerton books apparently the spouses are disposable after their book is done sure, if you I follow get it. her yep. books the siblings it is a story about the siblings not about the spouses yeah the, the featheringtons okay. and the bridgertons and the spouses kind of fade in the background and um i know like simon is a big part of that big croquet game or whatever but um anyway i think the number one reason is a he would have come back for like to do that that one scene when they do that sure, big sure, croquet sure. tournament yeah, yeah. but covid is making production hell hell for everyone it's and making life hell no one can sign contracts for overlap remember and call sure, my, my agent I'm just reading watching that episode right now where um you get big penalties yes. if you're not on set for things yep. that have to have to do with filming and everything. So he is filming reggae. John Page is filming the Gray Man, which is going over budget and over time in Prague with Ryan Gosling and Chris right. Evans, which is a CIA. So he can't fly to London because of COVID restrictions and everything, and tape a couple days and then fly back. Bingo, Julia. Yeah. That is absolutely right. And, and he Europe has Europe is way more locked down. Way than we more are. locked down. And okay. then he is supposed to start production with an actual shoot time. I don't know what it is, sure. but he's been cast in Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, that's a huge yes. Yes. budget movie. Okay, so he he. Bridgerton is filming right now and into like through maybe June. Got it. He physically. Yep. Got it. Can't do it. Well, the thing that will happen is and, if, and I think and if it needs to be, he could come back at a later season. And, and maybe there will be a camel and there's a way sure. that they're going to do it. But between his schedule, what his contracts are, his agent and his lawyer said, no, you can't do that. He could pop up at a wedding or yeah. a croquet yeah, game. He could. Or but I do know this his heartthrob status as the next James Bond or slash after his show left. That's what that's what the bookie said about that. Because he's here's how Be, much I here's how much I care about that. Yeah. Because we haven't even seen the next James Bond that was supposed to be released right. last year that's gonna be released right. next year. So I think I think he's safe. Yeah. Because nothing is happening with mm-hmm. Bond and right. you know, Bond is waiting for movie theaters to right. be up and running hundred percent. Right. So I don't think he even cares. Right. But I was really surprised, but I suppose when you think about it, all the overlap right now and the travel restrictions and the COVID restrictions because Hollywood is making movies. Yeah, I know. They've but been they, working for a lot. But been they back. are like, I mean, Kelly Ripa, I could kind of hear the, I think she was kind of discombobulated because again, for like the third time in a year, she doesn't see Mark for three months except for over 
Zoom because of the travel restrictions because he's in Vancouver filming his TV show. It, it is like Riverdale. And then we have gone to the school of being a Hollywood agent by watching mm-hmm. Call My Agent and Entourage. But we have this whole new thing. Jean Hubert. Yeah. What's her name? Isabel Hubert. Rocco, like you get fined yourself personally as the actor if you are not on the set and you were, because maybe you're doing an o, another overlapping movie. Right. And for some reason, the production got stalled. And so you're on one set, but the agency gets sued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting. So anyway, that is, I think, what is at the heart of it more than that he doesn't think he's too good for the show or whatever. He just literally, he physically, physically cannot make it, yeah. can't make it happen. And, um, the gray, the gray man. Casey's uh, read those books. He said they're unbelievable. It's you know like spy. Right. Um, it's a horrible name. It, but it's that's what the book is and everything. Like CIA and the, operative operative turned assassin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just fantastic. So tries to save his daughters who don't know he exists. It yeah. sounds like um you know. But this is a franchise for Ryan Gosling because there's like six books. Oh, awesome! In that got series. it, got it, got it, got so. it. All right. Anyway, Rocco, do you like that explanation? I do like that explanation. Um, I watched over the weekend Made to Love on HBO with uh, Ray Romano. Ray Romano, was that good? It is pretty good. I watched the first three. It's Like I said, I was kind of looking for a good half-hour show. Yeah. And it's kind of a dark sort of, you know... Comedy about uh, it's I kind of a, it's about Google yeah and about uh, I, the I idea love anything of, uh, he's in yeah so I, he's good I haven't seen him in anything okay. for a while I started watching this when she comes out of the ground yes yes and then I'm like oh it felt like too much work oh yeah and you know if you I mean we sort of talked about how it's similar to Black Mirror a little bit it's yeah. about technology uh-huh. and the dangers of taking it too far and. And uh, but I think it's interesting. You know, Ray Romano uh, is dating a sex doll. Um, that, oh, there's something oh, to that. So. I'm totally watching this, Rocco. <laughs> oh, you You've see, sold me. Wow! And I, you just turned me off. Yeah, no, so there we go. There's sold. Laurie and there's Julia. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> All right, we got to take a quick break, and we'll be right back.